I didn't answer your question. No, <laughs> they didn't. So I'm going to go ahead and get started and say welcome to Bonehead Weekly. Although they already know what it is. I don't even know. Remember when Mick yelled at me a few weeks ago? I was like, just lead us in. Just lead us in. When we kept yeah. talking at the opening. Joe. So today, I want to know, know who we're talking to tonight because I miss, I am missing my marathon of the Babysitter's Club season two. So could, could we get this over with? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Our guest is here. Look at her. She doesn't look amused at all. Not at all. Right <laughs> Our guest is Adrian Elder. She is a, actually, she really is a dear friend of mine. We've gotten close over the, actually, probably right before COVID. Right. And I feel like we got to know each other really well when we did the virtual scare fest, because you and I share something in common that that doesn't necessarily make us famous, probably more infamous. But you and I have been to every scare fest and you've worked every scare fest and right. you are. What is your title for a scare fest lead bitch? That's right. Absolutely. No, I mean, gonna, that in a, I mean that in a empowering way, but what is your title? I'm going to leave lead bitch to Nicole. She's the, she's the fearless leader undoubtedly, but I am the event director. So I, I mean, handle logistics and stuff. Logistics yeah. synergy for our people out there listening synergy. If you're listening and not watching on YouTube, I'm putting my hands together. You know, that weekend was the same weekend that I felt like I got to know Nicole too. Because I don't think I really knew Nicole. And oddly enough, Brandon, who's been on the show before, the, Nicole and Brandon Griffiths, who we're talking about, they own Scarefest. Uh, and I was hoping that Brandon and Nicole could be here. But actually, I'm, I'm kind of cool that it's, it's you because we get a different perspective. And we've had Brandon, and he's, frankly, Chad, rubbish. Agreed. He's not very good at sex. The man looks like Rick Moranis and Rosie O'Donnell had a baby. Please go <laughs> tell him we said that. Right. Now, he's not going to text us back because... I he just doesn't but anyway <laughs> i felt like i got to know you both that weekend that we did yeah. the virtual scare fest it, because i knew brandon after he he and nicole bought it i met him then and then he and i have this checkered past before that of how we knew the same people at the same school we're at moorhead the same time we're both from southeastern kentucky and he and i had never met before in our lives till he bought scare fest no way you didn't know that Oh. Dude, he was in Moorhead, undergrad and graduate while I was there. We knew <laughs> the same people. He worked at the bookstore and I was like, for Bill, and I'm not going to say the rest of the name. He's like, you fucking, I was like, yes. We knew the same people. We never met. We have no recollection of ever meeting one from another. I'm from Leslie County. He's from Jackson. There's, there's no reason we shouldn't have met, but we had right. never met until he bought it. So That's I'm awesome. actually kind of excited to have you here. How in the world, before we get started, because it's going to be our Scarefest, uh, because Scarefest is going to be in two weeks, right? What's the dates? The Scarefest is not in two weeks. It's in Scare a week Fest. and a half. Scarefest starts in eight days. Oh, my God. I better drop. I, I may drop this one a little early, Chad. What do you think? I'm going to drop it Saturday. That'd be kind of cool. Go for it. Yeah. Okay, actually, we ha our, our episode that we're going to have this weekend, and don't tell him. You don't know who he is, and we're keeping it a secret. Was going to drop, and then I'm actually going to bump him a week so we can put you guys out to make sure that we get this publicized more and more. Yeah, so it's October 22nd through the 24th for whatever day this gets published on. Well, probably Saturday now. So, how did you get started the first year and actually working it? Well, um, it's actually a pretty funny story. The guy that I was dating at the time worked. There's so with, many men in so many of your stories, but keep going. <laughs> you just are mad that you're not the star of any of them. <laughs> Basically, yeah, I don't like being left out. I'm glad Chad's <laughs> laughing. <laughs> My boyfriend at the time, a guy that he worked with, his wife knew Patty. And he was at work and he knew that my boyfriend was really into horror and collecting and things like that. So he mentioned it to him and he asked me about it and he said they need some people to help out with this new event that they're starting so we went to the first volunteer meeting and patty and i clicked and uh i was actually still in high school when that happened and then the year after i started working at a law firm in downtown lexington and i went to patty's every day after work and helped her with like the administrative end of things and emailing and doing phone calls and stuff so we got really close and um 
and now Patty, I mean, you know, she's since sold it, obviously, but right. Patty and I are still very close. And uh, so, yeah, that's, I'm rambling. That's how. No, I liked it because you were getting, and I mean this in this, in all sincerity, you could see you getting emotional reminiscing about it. I mean, it's obviously extremely close to your heart. Patty's extremely close to your heart. And who we're talking about right now, for anyone who doesn't know, is Patty Starr. Patty Starr is the person who started her and another gentleman, correct? are the ones who started Scarefest. And it's cool because Scarefest means a lot to me because Patty and Scarefest gave me my start when it comes to doing the stage work and moderating and interviewing. And I don't, uh, <clears throat> I can never actually thank her. In fact, a couple of years ago when she, uh, right after she sold it that first, I got to introduce her and then I didn't say anything that I was going to. I mean, Patty and I had known each other for a few years and then I I actually did about four minutes of this is what Patty did. This is what I appreciate it. I can never pay her back. Well, and the thing is, you know, I love hearing that because throughout the years, I have heard different versions of that story. And of course, I have my own, mm -hmm. but I've heard different versions of that story a multitude of times of how people's lives were changed in fantastic ways from being involved in this show. Yeah. And so when Patty is doing anything, her ghost walks or, you know, she's got some other stuff coming up. We're going to be promoting that because she started this community. It started with her. And I mean, that is really what it is. We all, everyone that's closely involved with Scarefest, we call it our Scarefest family. And it's very important to a lot of people. And some people, it is the thing that they look forward to the most throughout the year and 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 the feeling you get at the con if you've never been it's unlike any other experience like I've been to concerts you know I've been to like uh, other types of events but nothing is really the same I've even been to other shows and you just don't you don't get that same kind of um, like feeling of acceptance and and everything that you get at Scarefest it's really really wonderful yeah. it sounds like to sound like a cult so i'm well, gonna no, stop and, no and and we were talking about this before we record it you know it's different for the people who go pay admission walk in and see all the, the displays see the stars get the autographs but for those three days you walk in there you're working it everybody is like your best friend i mean we're all laughing we're all we're all talking like we we had been talking for lifetimes it's yeah. it's great and then you don't see each other for like, for example, for me, I don't see them for a whole year until yeah. Scarefest happens. And then it's like, we never, we, we had just seen each other the day before. And yeah. we're, we're, we're just having the, the best ball of the time during those three days. It's so, it's, yeah. it's such a, it's such a great experience. You're exactly right. I mean, there, it, it really is. And yeah, it's hard for me. I was telling someone this the other day because I took over the event director role uh, after the 2019 show. And then of course we didn't have a 2020 show. Oh, I just thought I wasn't invited. Keep going. <laughs> you were actually there for the, we're not having a scare fest, scare fest party. So I don't want, <laughs> you were of the elite, the elite. I did. I, did. I wouldn't we're say I was elite. I would say that I was sober and could drive, but keep going. True. You were both of those things, <laughs> but I can't, ever since I've done this, a lot of people have been, you know, curious, just kind of like what my role is and what my story is. And it's given me a lot of time to really consider, you know, I've done Scarefest almost half my life and I, I can't even begin to imagine what, how my life would be now if this weren't a thing. I mean, I, I've had several once in a lifetime opportunities because of Scarefest. You know, I got to um, go to George Romero's star dedication in Hollywood and be yeah. a VIP member of the party that his management team hosted. They like, they made a Scarefest cake and we got, you know, um, the other, the other clients and people that had uh, through the management team and people that had worked with George over the years, like we got to meet them and mingle and, you know, they wanted to meet us because we had made, you know, part of the event possible. And I, I can't really put that into words. You know, we'd had George at the show a couple of times. And one of the times we had him, I worked with him and his wife all weekend and just 
fantastic people. And there's not a lot of people that can say like, oh, I got to spend three days hanging out with George Romero and hearing, you know, all of these questions that the fans had and hearing all of these different stories in a one-on-one -on -one basis. And then, you know, having, having him call you by your first name, it's just totally, it's mind blowing, really. <laughs> no, it is. I, I Romero, the second time he was there was the second or third panel I did. And I've said this, told this story before on the show and Chad knows that it's uh I don't get starstruck for the most part. I, you really couldn't, you can't do what I do and get starstruck. Can't do what you do and get starstruck. Starstruck. Uh, you, there's a little bit every once in a while. This is one of the yeah. few times that I, I was sitting in silence and I, I, Chad was in the room and everyone left me alone right beforehand. For the most part, I just sat up there and sat in silence because it was really hard. I had to bury it. Yeah. And to this day, when someone asks me, because I get asked by people outside who know about it and work and like, oh, you've met so-and-so, I don't know, Chuck Norris comes up a lot for some odd reason, I guess it's because he's just so much of the pop culture zeitgeist, and I, yeah, I can tell him a story or two, but when they ask me who's the one or who they always say, is George. Yeah. And he treated me well. We had a conversation that night beforehand. I said, I promise I won't ask you any zombie questions, and he basically told me I was full of shit. And I said, no, the audience will do that. And then <laughs> we did, I didn't. You can go on YouTube and watch it. I didn't. The audience did do it. And then I just let it down a couple of places and got something out of him that we found out later that the editor of Fangoria, who hung out with him the last years of his life, didn't even know. So I, it's funny that you and I both use that as an example. Yeah, I mean, because he's like, you, you know, just synonymous with horror, really. I mean, yeah. especially yeah, at I don't know. It's uh, he's great. So what are some of the other, what are some stories you can tell me or tell us about the things that have went wrong? <laughs> <laughs> what are things you can share? What's, what's your favorite memory of something going wrong? I'm, I'm um, trying to think of ours, Chad. I'm, I'll, I gotta sit, think about it for a second. Well, a uh, good one. Let me give you a good one. Chad, do you have one more she's thinking? Yeah, yeah. Okay, go ahead. I'm curious. Uh, you, you're talking about in terms of me doing panels? Yeah, or anything. Or, Any, yeah, it's working conventions, absolutely. Because you've worked a few, my friend. Oh, man. Uh, I don't want to go into specifics because, like I said, again, these are people who might come back to Scarefest, but I had to do a panel. Well, they're probably not going to do our show, so fuck them. Well, they might come back to Scarefest. But yeah, anyway. I know. That's true. Um, uh, so I was doing a panel and, you know, I do the same question. We, you know, being panelists, we ask the same question. Hey, is there something that we don't, that you don't want us to ask? Of course. And one of the guys uh, I was talking to, he said, no, it's okay. I said, great. Uh, you know, I know we're here to talk about this movie, but I have some, some questions about, your experience on a movie with one of my favorites of all time. Do you mind answering that? And he goes, Oh yeah, I got some great stories. Don't, I don't mind if you ask those at all. So cut to we're at the panel. I'm talking to the guy. I feel like things are going okay. I'm nervous as all get out because I don't handle crowds very well. Um, and I, so I, I mentioned this movie. He goes, yeah, I don't really have any stories about that. I'm not laughing at you. I knew that story, but yeah. I, I've watched enough interviews. Like, what happened in that 20 minutes that he just stonewalled you? Yeah. And I'm like, I don't think, I mean, I was just asking the standard questions and letting the crowd ask questions. I don't, but at the same time, I do that to people and I don't do it intentionally. <laughs> like I am still waiting if I've ticked you off. If not, it's going to happen in the next 30 minutes. I guarantee. <laughs> I don't think you can actually make Adrian mad. <laughs> no, do your worst. You. Un, uh, unoffendable hold there on oh joe if joe can attest to if you if you're if you listen to this show if there's a way channel find it i don't think that i mean we you and i have both pissed off multiple guests over the years yeah you Mick may Strong have a few more you may have a few more than me mixtron still won't return my calls well that's okay. <laughs> so did you think of one while we were doing that telling the I mean, story I have a few. i'm just trying to think of like one that uh, you can tell. No, I, I'll tell them all. I just will omit all names and references of any kind. 
Well, do you want me to tell one while you're thinking, or do you have one to do it? Yeah, no, I've, I've got a few. So uh, there, there was one that uh, we had someone come in and her baggage got lost. So two of our uh, security guys had to take her to the mall and she spent like seven hours at the mall compiling a new wardrobe for two days. So she wasn't like at her booth uh, and I'm texting the guys. I'm like, where are you? You know, what happened? Um, so that's, that's a tame one, but very irritating, you know, yeah, like. Because she's not making money, which means you're not making money. You're exactly right. Um, <laughs> how to, when, um, I could give more details, but I'm going to leave it alone at that. There, one, it's a business. Yeah, yeah. This one didn't isn't really something that went wrong for us per se. <laughs> uh, we, um, I, I wasn't in the car for this, but I very reliable source. I got this verbatim. Went to pick up a guest at the airport. Go in, get her stuff, loaded it into the car. She sits down in the back seat leans back adjusts herself and goes can we go to a pharmacy i really need to get some monostat <laughs> okay um oh. seven you know, day three day or one day why is there only why are there many options right i you know as a woman i still have yet to unravel that mystery um and then the last one i will not say the name but I'm sure anyone that has any experience in the convention world at all will probably know this one. So we had somebody show up one year, had to have a limo. The limo pulls up outside and this woman gets out with him. And um, I don't- I know it, I know who it is. Uh, We know who it is. (laughs) I don't think that she traveled in with him, but um, they spent the weekend uh, running around in their underwear on the on the con floor um doing cocaine so yeah. that was a fun experience um he's a huge michael jackson fan is he's a big michael jackson fan um and everybody else anybody who knows anything about conventions you're absolutely right knows exactly who we just said yeah i mean you know and 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 for me especially because you have to remember like i was 17 when i started doing these shows so I All had, I can say is I was never at the Scarefest when Elizabeth Taylor was there. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've never, uh, you know, like I was very, very naive when I started in the convention world. And, and, and to this day at 31 years old, I've still never seen a hard drug in my life. Like, um, how did you miss all the cocaine? I, that's what I'm saying. Like, I knew that it was happening, um, but I didn't actually see it maybe i um i don't know maybe i have selective vision when it comes to that kind of stuff well it's like when we started before so we for our audience we were having a conversation beforehand and we were talking about this similar subject and chad and i were talking about all the stories that we've heard over the years about things and people doing things to other people and and james and chad and i've always said what's wrong with us we a never were offered (laughs) no one ever everyone ever just dropped the keys off to come here we never seen the cocaine no hair we we never see any of or people ask me oh was this i was like i don't know i was working it may not look like work to you but i assure you it was working yeah and that that's what i was gonna say like you know i've uh, I got an invitation one one year to go to a strip club with uh, someone that's been at our show a couple of times, and he ended up dropping like three thousand dollars on his on his tab that night. And you know, and some of our some of our security guys went with him and everything. And and when they asked, I was like, man, you know, like I have too much to do. I can't just and yeah. and I do a strip club. Also, that's right. important. If I was like up. Oh, I don't know if the first time I go to a strip club, I want it to be with like you people. <laughs> you know? I get it. I get it. I get it. Um, You'll have to tell me who this one is later. Yeah, exactly. So, um, I mean, there's not, there's always things that go wrong, but you know, normally it's, uh, it's just boring, boring stuff. I mean, besides the things that I've told you, I can't really think about anything. Oh, oh James Thomas has showed up the f- what is on his lip? Does what the hell? If you're watching, if you're listening to us, switch over to YouTube right now. James Thomas has decided to go full tilt. I don't Orange know what stash. that is. What is that? Is that? Did you eat a chocolate bar before getting on here? 
If you did, you didn't eat it correctly. Like, let me lick off the remnants. I'm cosplaying the guy from uh, what's the Clint Eastwood movie about the bombing at the Olympics? I don't know. You know, I know it's way but loose. You're the <laughs> Is orangutan. it the one with the orangutan, buddy? If it's not the one with the orangutan, I don't have a clue. Oh my, that's it. You look like Clyde. There you that's go. It. That's it. You're Clyde, right? I, Clyde. I do not. He's way thinner than I am. Go <laughs> back and watch the movie. Clyde's thin. We're glad you tuned in. We're sitting here talking about horror stories. We're Did you just say we're glad you tuned in? We're Clyde. We're glad <laughs> you tuned in. <clears throat> Excuse me. Click, Let me click, get bloody my click. Voice out. The, the mustache. You're listening. I'm just. I'm just off put. I'm verklempt yeah. from this from the damn thing on your face. <laughs> my eyebrows. Yeah. Oh, I got new glasses. Yeah, you got <laughs> they new need, glasses. They need some I'm, work. I I'm sorry, that. Adrian. I, you know, back to our horror stories of things. I mean, <laughs> the only time. Oh, no. You got. I just you, need something up here. Go ahead. Where the fuck were you, James? I was teaching. I, I, I was doing my nine to five job. About, he's, popo, he's, about proper facial hair. <laughs> <laughs> he was I, doing a commercial for Just for Men. <laughs> I, I was doing, actually, I, I, do, uh, I do making adult films down at the Learning Annex. Uh, uh, see, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. That's oh how you do it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. There you Got go. You. Okay. so we were talking about horror stories and, and chad shared one of his and i was actually trying to think of my i actually the worst interview i ever had was maybe a guest from a metal band who was it and he this was a scare <laughs> one and who may have had certain issues when he was on stage he's fine but to talk to yeah i got yeah yeah let's say it's not dracula but kind of to the right of yeah yeah that was awful the only thing that saved me that year was there was a kid up front and he liked kids and he would talk to the kid he talked to the kid and i killed that interview about 30 minutes into it though that was it was awful i figured out after i picked him up because i went and picked him up from the airport oh did you really i can't imagine that conversation it no, he was great. It was just me and him. And, you know, we talked about like the weather and uh, just small talk and cool. And like, I didn't even mention anything about, see, that's one thing, like, you know, I've not ever been starstruck the whole time I've been at Scarefest. Like we were talking about, you know, Never? really, nope, not once. Now I will not tell once. you my favorite experience was actually just at the 2019 show, um, Braveheart is my favorite movie of all time and I we we booked Tommy Flanagan and he ended up having to change his flight and coming in on Friday and all of our transport folks through the company that we use were doing shuttles to the VIP party and I had changed for the VIP party so I actually looked presentable I thought and uh I got to go to the airport and pick up Tommy Flanagan and I'm a huge fan of his and, you know, he's tired. He's been on set. That's why I had to change his flight. And we we're driving into Lexington and we were just talking about, you know, um, where he lived. He's where he was in California. They had the wildfires and things uh-huh. like that. We talked about a bunch of stuff. And then he asked me if I'd seen his newest series on Netflix. And I was like, I have, but I haven't finished it. So Who don't spoil it. Yeah. And I was like, don't spoil it for me. And, uh, and then he proceeded to spoil it for me. And uh, he's like, oh, so, so you did, you watched the show? And I was like, I'm pretty sure I've seen everything you've ever done. And he was like, really? And I was like, oh yeah, I'm, I'm a huge fan of your work. And he was like, totally taken aback by it. And I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, I've come to claim the rights of a husband. <sighs> love it, love it. Like he had my heart from such a young age. Oh my God, just amazing amazing guy and you know but I didn't say anything he brought it up he asked me he's like oh so you watch my stuff and I'm like yeah yeah I do um over here trying not to have a stroke but that was super cool but other than that like no not really <laughs> James have you ever been starstruck uh this has been a couple times I think one of the the I don't know if it's starstruck as I have, I have anxiety on a given day anyway, but I've got to know. helps. It does. I hide behind it. 
but uh anyway that's the reason it's so big the background by the way I, I i feel like i need to say this the background on the mustache is my kids want to do a family halloween costume and they pick the adams family and oh, it takes me so I thought long they were going to do the jeremy family no 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 thank no, you I, adrian I could make a terrible joke here that would be at the expense of my wife, and I'm not going to do it because I want to live. But she um, doesn't listen to the show. Does your no, wife but, listen to the show? No, no. The, the entire story behind my wife listening to the show, and I think, Joe, your wife has said something similar, right? Is that if she wanted to sit around and hear us talk about stuff, she'd just sit around and listen to us talk about stuff because this is the stuff we talk about anyway. Well, yeah, but actually I think, I think Christy does. And I think it's all to prepare for the divorce later, but I can't. And she's going oh, yeah. to listen to this now and she's gotten just got pissed right then. But yeah, I think she's <laughs> just building a mountain of evidence. Well, that may be true. She's smarter than me. Art woman. But, I was, if she's doing her research, she's doing the research. Although I've given her plenty. I've given her, given her plenty. Right. No, no. As, as far as people that um, Bill Corbett was really cool from Mystery Science Series 3000 at Scarefest. That was cool. And Mary Jo Peel. And he, um, they were nice to you, too. Yeah, they were. And by the way, Bill Corbett, every blue moon will comment on something I say on Twitter and stuff. And, and I comment on his. And matter of fact, he still posts a photo of your Bill Corbett was a guest at Scarefest. Anybody remember that exact year? Because it all runs together in my head. But uh, that's I'm 2018, modern. I think. Yeah, that's, yep. that sounds about right what'd you but, say uh, you broke up 18 yeah i thought it was 18 but uh i moderated his panel and every blue moon still to this day i think he loved Scarefest because of the wolves yeah they'll um, be back to he he every year a, a, a couple times a year he'll post a photo that he had taken of him with the wolves and nice. he always says this is the, the coolest thing i've ever got to do and I'm always, and I always try to tag it and be like, it was at Scarefest. Say it's at Scarefest. <laughs> we, you know. But anyway, uh, but it's not really a starstruck thing, but I will say that I loved um, Victoria Price and Sarah she Karloff. Hit on yeah. Uh, Sarah Karloff was one of the most fun conversations I ever had. Right <laughs> I'm sorry. Sarah Karloff hit on him. Victoria Price, not your type. She's not your type. She, you're not her type. But Sarah Karloff, definitely hit on him adrian have you heard this story oh please inform me oh, oh my god she was friendly I with would, all of us but she was extremely friendly with james i will i always you know talk to her before we started people were still following the, the room. mustache at the time though. and no no i do this to keep sarah karloff off of me and this is none of this is true <laughs> but it sounds good i'm going to get sued by sarah karloff now. um that's okay i don't have anything uh that being said you uh have sarah the mustache now. <laughs> jesus <laughs> It's just going to keep coming back to it. She's going to she's going to win that in the court battle. I have to anyway. Um, no, Sarah Karloff is a has phenomenal stories. If you ever get a chance to meet Sarah Karloff, she's eighty three, I think now, and it's it's just, but she's yep. she's phenomenally entertaining. But you know, I tried to ask any questions. I said you know before because she's she was uh, she was up there when I interviewed her. She's not a spring chicken. And I said, do you need anything before we start? You need anything? And she literally just looks over and she goes. Afterwards, I mean, I'd like to have a few good belts of Kentucky bourbon. Now, so we can probably arrange that. And she goes, and then I'd like a couple good belts from some Kentucky gentlemen. And I was like, I don't have, I don't. Okay. So I'm getting red in the hand face. Hand to God, hand to God, right beforehand, right? And, and yes, mm -hmm. I'm and... getting red in the face right before I have to start doing the thing because she is making, and by the way. The thing. Uh, it was. It, it was it was a phenomenal phenomenal conversation well, she was completely pg told some amazing stories didn't hit on him again through the whole kid and caboodle look, that it look, was over no no stop you the the lead into that was all wrong because you were talking about how she solicited you and then you said and then i got into the thing so what <laughs> thing did you get into is what i'm trying to ascertain it, into the into hosting the panel i should say i was into hosting the panel i I uh, no, he was no, really I, into the Karloff. I, yeah, I did. She did sign a book for me, which I have over here on my shelf. Uh, and again, it but no, both of those uh, that was just one of those experiences that nobody's ever going to believe 20 years from now when I'm like, let me tell you about how Boris Karloff's daughter hit on me <laughs> right you know, before we did this panel. 
And, and the thing is, is I'm so glad to hear that because, um, <laughs> I have a few good, I have a few good, uh, what did you just say moments, um, that happened to me. And again, I will omit all names. I'll, I'll tell you my favorite one though, is, uh, had a, I was talking to a gentleman and I had a volunteer come up to me and, and they needed something. And, you know, uh, I just told them like, well, this is what you do. And I, I'm, I'm very direct at the show and I always have to tell the staff prior to the show that, you know, I am not, I'm not being mean. I'm not being short with you. It's just, there's so many things going on. I like to be direct. So I tell them and then he says something and I had two of my friends, one was a vendor and one was helping me out for the weekend standing just a couple feet away. And I said, well, you know, they'll listen to me because I'm the boss. And he leans in real close and he goes, I'd love to sleep with the boss. And I'm like, first off, you're old enough to be my grandfather. So ageism. <laughs> uh, it was more like loose yeah. and old balls. Gross. <laughs> yeah. I hear that every night. Keep going. <laughs> And then, uh, so later on, I bunch was of marbles being held under a wet, wet paper towel. <laughs> that, oh God. So later I was doing a, uh, I had my SUV and I was taking some of the guests over to the VIP party and he was going to get in another vehicle and he looked back and he saw that I was driving the next vehicle. So he came over and got in <laughs> right behind me, right? There's a car full of people. And he, he just cuts off the next person and comes and gets in my car. And the whole way, he's got his hand up between the seat and like the B pillar of my car. And he's just massaging the back of my oh, arm. Yeah, that's another level. Oh, my God. Like, oh, please. That's another level. Yeah, I was going to say, I just had fun wordplay and, and shocked response. You had uh, creepy touching. Yeah, that's, 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 that's molester, Uncle. The thing know. is, like, when my friends heard this, like they, they were like oh my god that was that was like exhilarating or something and i'm like that was like i i need a restraining order <laughs> like what but um it was super cool and then you know like, i was just like no 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 i'm i'm married like thank you um appreciate the uh the interest but mm -hmm. uh no thank you sir dad <laughs> grandpa <laughs> gentleman anyway yeah so that favorite, that was my favorite i got awkwardly hit on at scarefest story um you know it's it's just as the night goes on especially if people are drinking it just uh, uh gets freaks come out at night you know what I mean? <laughs> it can it can and then has to get locked in a cage uh, at night i'm sure you all know that like kennel training a dog what what all of a sudden, you said kennel training a dog. You broke up, and then all I heard was, <laughs> and I'm sure you know about kennel training a dog. It's like, where the hell did that come from? You know what? That's perfect. We'll just leave it at that. We'll just leave it at that. Okay. No, you're right. And then, but it is a family atmosphere. And especially when you get to those parties late at night, there's been a lot of drinking. And then you're wondering, oh, why are these women talking to me right now? Oh, why is everybody being real friendly? And then you realize you've been standing next to Skeet Ulrich for the last oh. 30 minutes. Right. And they think you're standing there and you're friendly because you just were on the stage with him two hours ago and that, that, that this is some sort of access for them. Yeah. Yeah. Get that a lot too. It's like, Hey, can you introduce me to, um, Nope. Sure. Can't. That is, that is one of the few things that is not in my job description. I have a story I'll tell you after this about one of my it's and it didn't happen to me it happened to another owner. Okay. I'll tell you about it of what he was offered to introduce. So <laughs> moving right along, we haven't talked about the show this year. I, if, but although that's really what I wanted when I, when I found out you were going to be on us, these are the questions I wanted to ask was about your experiences, how you started. So I'm so glad we talked about it, but moving right along with the show this year, masks required, highly yeah, suggested. It It's the boneheads we, are big maskers. Yeah. We can't like make people, but it, we are going to, when they come in, we're going to ask that everyone be wearing a mask. Okay. 
Um, and we will remind people while they're on the floor to please have their mask on. And if you, if, if anyone is abusive um, verbally to any one member, any member of staff or anyone at the show over the mask policy, then we will ask them to leave. Now that's um, over the mask policy. Can I just be my regular verbally <laughs> abusive self? Yeah, of course. Where is that damned glass full of brown M&Ms that I demanded in my rider be there I, that Friday night? I got it. It's in my notes. I yeah. remember. So I remember. once again, that is a joke. But <clears throat> what? But we, he will take the M&Ms if they are made available. Let's them. not sugarcoat this. I if those am. M&Ms show up, he's taking Yeah, them. because the brown M&Ms, he needs to give the James to fill in that mustache. <laughs> And it comes back again. I was about to make a joke, and then James, uh, Chad, Chad, that's perfect. You're fine. Although the medical team uh, does tell me the medical term for me is chubby fuck, and chubby fucks do like M and M's. Um, medical term. Yeah, Chad. I'm sorry to interrupt everybody, but Chad, uh, can I? Can I? Maybe, maybe it would help if uh, I could stimulate this a little bit. Can I borrow your comb? Oh. Never mind. Oh, that's okay, Magnum PI, who let himself go. <laughs> oh, that was mean, James. James hasn't let himself go. He never went. Was I never was? He never I'm was. A, I'm I'm not a has been. I was. I'm a never he was. Never was. He didn't let himself go. He never went. So, Adrian, what I like about the new setup, and of course, I I really don't actually see Comic Con as competition for you guys. That's the reason it never bothers me. I I don't see any of this as competition. I think there's enough. Just like I don't see a lot of these podcasts as competition. Neither listen to us or you don't. But what I love about the new setup at the Lexington Convention Center is Lex Live across the street, yes. and it looks like you guys have taken high advantage. Of all yeah. the different programs you can do at LexLive, can you talk about a little of that, a little bit of that? Because I think that's going to be great, and I hope people really come down for that. Even if they yeah. don't come for the show, they need to come down for some of these things. Can you talk about them? Yeah. So starting on Thursday, we have our kickoff, our launch party is at LexLive. Starts with trivia at seven o'clock, and then we, you know, just have we've got some drink specials going on through the weekend. I think we've got a hotter than hell bloody mary special going on but unfortunately, who's covering my bar tab this year um i believe that's chad i think it's chad's turn that would be means that no one is covering my bar tab this year <laughs> <laughs> um if by so, bar tab you mean i get a lead bar and hit him upside the head gladly you wouldn't <laughs> and if you had an actual tab you would drink it you're right i'd hand it to grover cleveland over here to do it <laughs> <Grover>. <laughs> That's why Chad's being so quiet. He just keeps trying to come up with yeah, more and more right. things that caterpillar. Yeah. I admit to nothing. <laughs> so this is, this is what I do it, for my kids. When does I, your I upper lip go into the cocoon stage? And when are we getting a beautiful butterfly? Now, as soon as I can shave this, I will. But I, my children wanted to do that in the family. And I am, I am a dedicated father. Not to them, but no, to my another other family that they yeah. don't even know about out of state. You're dedicated yeah, to those yeah. my, folks. My other family, I rely on me, so I, I want to follow through. This will be the one thing I do for this family, and then I'll move on. Yeah, James, I would like to take a moment, uh, pause the Scarefest discussion, and point out that Joe and Chad must be must be terrible friends because I don't know if you know this, but yeah. myself huh? have an entire array of different mustaches that I can adorn whenever I choose because I bought them at the party store. No, Didn't no, know. no, it is. It honestly, the, 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 the other side of that is and, Chad and only ever shows us his Merkins. Oh my God. <laughs> if you don't know what that is, folks, Google it. Don't, but do don't it do a work. Google image search. Do not do the Google. Oh, search. do the Google image search. But just don't do it at work or on a work computer. We don't want you to get fired. No, I, I the biggest I one's to... called the Dolly Parton. <laughs> it does work nine to five. What'd you say? Uh, you were talking. Uh, Wyatt Earp was talking. No, all I was going to say is actually uh, more information than anybody needs about me. But I have really sensitive skin that doesn't respond well to adhesives, so. This is actually the best bet I've got, which is a sad state of affairs on about not, 14 different levels. 
the same way. I understand. Like if I go and give blood, the band-aid leaves a way worse mark on me than the giant needle they used to puncture my skin and make me look like a heroin addict. Uh, oh, yeah. But anyway, yeah. uh, Lex Live. Yes, so, back to Lex Live. And we're actually going to try to sell some shit. So let's do that. Okay. Okay. Well, if we haven't run everyone off by now, then we're not running. Oh God, no. They never showed up. <laughs> keep going. So the other things at Scarefest that we're going to be doing, like Friday night, we have Scream Queen Bowling, which is going to be at Lex Live, which is a special ticketed event. And then Saturday, we have, hold on, with Scream Queen Bowling, we have Linnea Quigley. Uh, Who else? I I just always remember Linnea's name. I don't know why. It's a cool name. Amelia Kincaid from Nine of the Demons. Both of them are in Nine of the Demons. Yep. Aaron let's see actually you know what this has mostly been nicole's domain so i'll oh, have I, to do well that's okay but we have several different squ- screen queens there absolutely and starting on friday also in hours pretty much we will be hosting our film festival mm-hmm. in the movie theaters at lex live on friday and saturday which everyone they're all free to attend with your Scarefest pass and it doesn't have to be um, if you if you go on Friday, you can go to the ticket office and pick up your Saturday pass and still go and see the film fest on Friday night. That's awesome. And, I did not know that. Yeah. So, we, you know, we wanted to make these uh, these films as accessible to people as possible. And then the the indie film industry has really kind of it's something we've always wanted to put more emphasis on and give more support to. Yeah. But it always seems like it kind of gets pushed to the back burner and and you know there's always like a tech problems at the last minute or you know we we had lost a ballroom or something and things just don't work out the way that they're supposed to for that so this year we went all out we put it over it's actually in the movie theater on a big screen and two full days so I think Wes said there were something like 131 entries and he only had time to show 10. Um, and then we do shorts in between mm-hmm. them yeah. and the full come on. But yeah, so that, and then what we'll be playing some of our feature films there in the evenings and the larger theaters, we'll be doing some guest introductions for those mm-hmm. like the night of the demons. We'll have uh, Linnea and Amelia and Hal and Alvin will come over right. and they'll introduce them, which is, pr- is pretty great. And the Booth brothers are going to be showing their film there uh, in our featured film schedule, which we love. We love the Booth brothers. That starts at eight o'clock on Saturday. And yeah, we're utilizing it uh, even Saturday for our our VIP party. We're taking over like the whole building. The VIP section will just be the corner bar lounge, like the bourbon bar. But the rest of the facility will be open for anyone who wants to come in. And uh, we encourage even if you don't come to Scarefest, come down and hang out with us. It'll bring a costume. We want to see people trying to bowl in their cosplays. That's what I want to see. I want to watch the world burn. <laughs> I kind of like to see that too. Are you yeah. going to dress up? Unfortunately, no. <laughs> I'm oh. not going to be clothes uh, the entire weekend, actually. Uh, it's a statement, uh, an expression of freedom. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'll be wearing my plain works stuff, my Scarefest merch and yeah. probably leggings now maybe saturday night i may get a little gussied up but that's it that's kind of how i feel i'm go go home change put on the bustier yeah that's exactly right that's exactly right now and sunday for people out there who have children is kids day do you want to talk about that a little bit yes so kids get in free all weekend 12 and under they can come any day yeah. however Saturday is specifically built around children. So starting at 11, you have the, the ballroom houses coming in to teach the thriller dance, which is awesome. And then we do a kid's costume contest. We have uh-huh. some really great prizes for that. So like the youngest kids, Wildcat Moving donates one of those like powered, like battery powered cars that they can drive. It's yeah, an it's Audi. an Audi. It's an Audi. Yeah. yeah dollars and i'm thinking like my first car that i ever bought was not that expensive like my real car uh, a dodge colt it wasn't that expensive <laughs> oh my god your first car was a dodge colt <laughs> well, my the the car i bought my husband we started dating when we were really young uh, my first car was a toyota corolla because i'm fancy but his car was a dodge colt 
it was the first vehicle I ever purchased. Um, so yeah, so I, the costume contest, and then we're doing a kid's scream contest, which I think every parent probably thinks that their child has the loudest, most ear piercing scream, but I would like to put that to the test. So bring your children and see who can scream loudest. I will be out of the building during that time, but you can come and bring your children and, yeah. and do the scream contest. And then we also actually have a panel um, that I don't know if anyone has asked Joe Lewis um, if he's going to be a part of it, but we have You had a, me highlighted, so I guess I'm a part of it. Just making sure. Just uh, checking. But no one asked me that one. No, I was told about I, trivia nine months ago on a Saturday morning that, right. that it was <laughs> never brought back up. <laughs> when I saw you highlighted, so I I, do, I guess we do need to figure out because I kind of thought they were going to be moderating on their own, but Junior High Horrors will have a panel just for kids and then oh what else oh my god oh. I, I i have to cut me down and by that i mean i have to be good that's right exactly Got i it. could do that i can be good i can Water be that actually sounds like a lot of fun yeah and and then the the most cool thing i think that's going on is we're doing an all-day trick-or-treat so we let the vendors know that they can bring in candy and the kids will be giving out bags at the door uh, for kids that don't bring their own. These really cool, uh, I actually want one. They, they're like canvas bags, but they look like pumpkins or witches or something oh, and they're shiny. So yeah, candy. Yeah. I hope Everybody. to bring my kid down for it actually for a few hours. I'm not, told, I'm not overly booked Sunday actually. So I'm hoping to bring him for an hour or two. Yeah, that would be awesome. As I say, I, I stepped away for a second, and it's simply because you were talking about the costume contest, and this is going to be impossible to see. But my kids uh, and their friends um, dressed as the Game of Thrones character, so I know that's impossible to see. Oh, oh so but cute! The cool start part about this photo was they weren't. That's not his the, real family. No, this is my second family. No, uh, <laughs> they weren't going to do the photo booth, and this is just if you've never been to Scarefest, this is an example of how cool it was. I was moderating something. So I was around my wife and uh, a couple of her friends had the kids wandering around and Kane Hodder saw a couple of the kids and recognized what they were cosplaying as and did this and then slapped RA on the arm and said, started pointing at it. He actually led them to the photo booth <gasps> oh, to get that cool. photo. And he has a photo of him with them. I, I don't have a copy of that one. He kept that copy. But he's got it. And I'll see if I can get you a copy of it. That is so that was the story I was told because my wife was like, hey, the Jason guy. And I was like, Kane Hodder. And she goes, Yeah, he saw the kids and he he wanted a picture with them. And so allegedly there's a picture that exists. But so that's how that's how I got this copy was they were already in the photo booth. And uh, but they all, all those costumes were made by uh my wife and, and her friends and all that stuff but if you've never been to Scarefest and you've got a kid it is honestly and i say this is somebody that moderated panels and and went from the first year and 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 it, it is take your kids it's a lot of fun uh there's a great photo of joe you're holding my daughter when she is about 18 months old or so yeah, roughly. and the uh oh the, the critter is uh is rolling by and she literally is like petting it like yeah, but she didn't call it Critter. I remember what she called it. What did she uh, call it? Kitty. Kitty. That's right. It was Kitty. Yeah. yeah. And then she was like, ooh, spookies. Yeah. Aww. Now, so, now she's 32. Yeah, now she... Uh, and, Wearing and a lot of way, grunge. She looks like she grew up the same time I did. Yeah, it's honestly... I, I'll, <laughs> it's great, though, now that she's, you know, a uh, tween because all her clothes are black and it makes doing laundry easy. That's what I was going to say. Uh, that's, that's my laundry. Everything, everything is, everything's black. Oh yeah, it, it is. It, and it is, it's so funny though, because now she's, she saw, um, or she heard the musical to Beetlejuice and she's like, dad, have you ever heard of Beetlejuice? And I'm like, oh, <laughs> oh, you dear sweet summer child, let your father introduce you to something. <laughs> that's awesome. That is so cool. So we have lots of stories about how Scarefest is important to us. And I don't want to kiss your ass or think anything, but it really is. It means a lot to us. Um, I've met some dear friends like you. And 
it just has given me so much that I could never pay it back. I, I feel the exact same way. I mean, you know, I, I don't really tell Brandon I said any of this shit. I won't. <laughs> I won't because yeah. he was supposed to be here. <laughs> Fuck him. <laughs> oh, now in all fairness, you. He did buy me. We I, we did skip off work about months ago, and I bought he bought me lunch, and I bought the movie. Very nice. <laughs> that was it. You can you can uh, subtly you can subtly hint if this is the case. Was he going to do the show and then say, "Oh wait, is that the one Joe's on?" and backed out? If that's the case, just subtly let us know. No no big deal. I didn't. Uh, Joe and I just happened to be talking a, a few days ago, and he said that Brandon had agreed to do the show leading up to Scarefest and that he hadn't heard from him. And I was like, oh, honey, <laughs> you're not going to. You're not going to hear from Brandon. You, you might, he, he might not even make it to Scarefest. The man, as of right now, what day is it? It's Thursday. Yep. It's almost Friday. Brandon hasn't slept in three days. And the, the only, like, he's staying up to the point of, like, passing out and like he's sleeping like sitting up like I'm cross-legged right now on the couch and he's like that this is how he's been sleeping and I'm like dude <laughs> you know you gotta you gotta you gotta sleep so I, I told Joe I was like oh I'll do the show and then I was over at Brandon's house last night we were working and I was like man your wife's making me go on the radio in the morning and I have to do bonehead tomorrow for you and I was like y'all don't pay me enough did he say anything about it did he even say anything about it I don't think so that asshole he didn't even make a smart ass comment no there's nothing man the wit the wheel is spinning but the hamster's dead there's nothing <laughs> <laughs> i'm telling you you don't understand he is so incredibly overworked and, i am and telling you i can handle him being mean to me but the silence the silence sir that's unacceptable it, it's I, actually it's actually my go-to battle line I feel better when people say, just go to hell, than if they just ignore me. Like, telling me to shove it, I've heard that before. Right. Well, Cole had to send me a screenshot of something the other day. I can't remember what it was. And I got a little peek at her text messages. And there were 468 unanswered text messages. And I was like, Nicole, you need a handle. Because I'm going through her. I'm taking care of her emails as much as she is. Like, we're... We're just rotating every few hours. Like right now I'm talking to y'all. She's in there. As soon as I get done email box, she's getting emails 500 or more a day. The text mm-hmm. messages are more than that. And uh, I mean, it really is just, you, you know, I've started today like to respond to a text and I'll get a call. And then as soon as I'm done with the call, like I'm right into something else and I've not hit send, you know, it. <laughs> It's rough right now. Like we are, uh, we're on a Scarefest crash diet of no food and no sleep. So well, let's go ahead. Let's get you back to work one more time. Scarefest is when? October 22nd through the yeah. 24th. And you can go, it's at the Lexington Convention Center. Please go by. You'll be able to buy your tickets at the door. Oh, it's at the Central Bank Center. Ah, whatever it is. Yeah, I can never remember the new name. I'm sorry. It's online at thescarefest.com or you can get tickets at the door. But if you get them ahead of time, it's super easy because you just scan a barcode and you get your band and go right in. And there's, you know, we did talk about some of the events and we, but also we glazed over a lot. We've got a Scream Queen competition. We have a costume contest. The, the top prize is $500 cash. Oh my God. When is the costume contest this year? I don't think I saw it. It is Saturday. At the judging is at four o'clock on the main stage. The top ten finalists will get an a pass and an extra pass to go to the VIP party if they aren't already VIP ticket holders. And then the final judging is at ten p.m. And again, the top place prize is a five hundred dollar cash prize, and then the runners up get um lex live uh we got all all kinds of stuff for lex live in there we've got movie passes dinner passes and uh bowling i mean i've got like stacks of of free stuff to give away at the show thousands of dollars worth of merch and um third like i've got vendors i got a stack of packages over there vendors have been sending me 
awesome coupon codes for their booths, for their online stores. Uh, we've got stuff going on everywhere. We've got an aerialist show. So they've got this big like thing that's suspended from the ceiling and they like swing on it. It's really cool. Um, we haven't announced them yet. Oh, I almost said their name too. We've got another really awesome entertainer but I can't say their name just yet because I don't Ink's think the not I don't think the banner's up yet. Oh, it's Roz Globots. <laughs> okay. So they're super cool. Have you seen Roz Globots? No, before? I haven't, but we'll, we'll put the episode up Saturday. Can you have this out so I can put the episode up Saturday? Yeah, I think I maybe Wes made him a banner. But um, That's okay. yeah, here we go. It is. It's a, okay. Let's see if you can. Oh, that looks awesome. Yeah, you guys have got a really good you got a really good lineup this year. You got Bruce Campbell back again, who I think you could probably you could have him and Robert England every year and they'd sell the same amount of tickets. Oh my gosh, absolutely. Um yeah, both of them superstars. Um and you know, I mean, it's the lineup is is super solid. Um we've got some fan favorites, you know, and we've got some people that we haven't ever had do the show before, which is great, but the entertainment, we've got speakers going on all weekend, uh, the panels, and then. Oh yes. We, come see the panels. Yes. Come see the panels. We've got ballroom house is teaching like some doing some like Rob zombie somethings. I don't know what's going on with that. There's it. The schedules are full everywhere. The entertainment is going to be great. The vendors phenomenal. And the, you know, we've got the, the Delta 88s, the cars yeah. Uh, from, from the Evil Dead. Yeah, we've got the Delta 88s, uh, Baby from Supernatural is going to be there. The Mystery Machine is going to be there. So, uh, yeah, it's just uh, a ton of stuff. I mean, we talk about it all night, but then I just end up getting sidetracked and talking about people's mustaches again. We <laughs> That's okay. Adrian. I, I just can't thank you enough for coming on the show and always being supportive and um, thank you. You're welcome. And likewise, I mean, you know, you all do great work with us and we really appreciate it. I wouldn't use the word great. Phenomenal. Fantastic. Stupendous. Marvelous. Now, above subpar. Now, Joe, <laughs> that's average. Isn't it above subpar or is it just well, it depends. It's between the two? Is yeah. above subpar par? Brian Tantana, what's the word I'm looking for here? Uh, <laughs> real quick, I've, I've got to ask this question. Did we at least name drop that Mick Strawn is going to be there already? Oh, yeah, I'm so if sorry. If we so, don't name drop Mick Strawn, Mick he comes Strawn to us in our sleep. Is, is, so, Adrian, I don't know if you know this, but Mick and, uh, and I, we're close. Okay. Which means that he owes us money. Okay. So he needs to do well to show to pay us back or we're going to have to kill him and we no, don't no. want to kill him he's a well, national the... treasure he's a ranking tour he's a fabulous storyteller i don't want to murder mick strong who who else has stories that go well let me tell you about robert england and then it slowly transitions into him talking about hanging out with the fat boys yes basically. i mean He's a great storyteller. If you've never had a chance to hang out with him, Major, and you need to hang out with him some. And he grows better facial hair than James. Slightly. Well, I mean, in all fairness, have you ever held a peach, Chad? That has better facial hair than I. I could eat a peach for hours. Uh, you sure could. <laughs> you um, okay? also, I would like to point out that yeah. Chad said he was going to piss me off before I left, and I've, he's been quiet most of the time, so... Are you giving me the silent treatment? Is that how you're trying to break me down? Because you're not. What? what and now I'm, now I'm disappointed because why doesn't he ever give me the silent treatment? It would be a sweet release. <laughs> 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 what a dick. So, yeah, stop by and see Mick Strawn, who's been a huge supporter of Bonehead from the get-go and was um, our second celebrity guest. So. Anyway, I've got to get off here because you've got to go back to work. You've got to get other shit done and answer emails. You've got that long email that you've got to take care of. Chad, right. did, did you? this is your last chance, Chad. What are you going to do to make us angry? No, just Adrian. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, just Adrian. <laughs> Nobody ever wants to make me angry. No. This no. is the Bonehead Weekly. Adrian Elder, thank you so your much. Your face does that for you, man. <laughs> go out to Scarefest, Scarefest. 
October when? October 22nd through the 24th. I just like saying it over and over. You can go see them at thescarefest.com. You can also go on thescarefest on all your social media and look it up there as well. It is easy. Google thescarefest. It's been Adrian. This has been both. Yes, James. If I'm you're not into horror, lady to work. No, no. I was just gonna say, if you're not into horror movies, still check out the cast list because one thing that I love about Scarefest is, if you're a big science fiction nerd like me, there are tons of guests there. One that I will point out that I absolutely love is Michael Berryman. Berryman, who has been in Star Trek. He's been in so many different things. Uh, he's been in a a a solid little horror film. Um, which I'm blanking on the name of something of evil. It is, it is a little independent horror film and he is, he's great in it. So, uh, but if you're not into horror films, there's still tons of stuff there to do. Uh, so I, I couldn't leave because I always go and get Star Trek stuff signed because they always have guests that have also been in science fiction. So double check yeah. that guest list. Fiction, porn stars, wrestlers, musicians. <laughs> We've got a lot of crossover going on at Scarefest. Some cross-dressing too. Uh, and in all fairness, let me just tie this all together. And Mick Strawn falls into all of that. <laughs> Mainly the porn star. If you if you get a chance, ask Mick Strawn about the extra 10 feet of trailer and cocaine use on movie sets. This has been Joe Lewis, Boogie Nuts, James Thomas, Chad Jennings, and Adrian Elder. Bonehead Weekly, thank you so much. Uh-huh. <laughs>